Uh, you are in great danger. How do you know, asshole? Just give me your fucking wallet! Give me your wallet right now, motherfucker! It's, that's pretty much it. It's like, I am infused with the power of magic, and what will you do with that magic? I will shoot everything. <laughs> Kill. Yeah, once something has conscience, that makes a beat, right? Yep. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> comes running out and there is a small honey badger latched onto yeah. his coat like a gremlin. <laughs> well, you think about it, they we did it. We did it. They should be thanking us. It was a Christmas miracle. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah, Massacre on 34th Street. Everybody loves that story. <laughs> And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Fanable.com Live Roleplaying Podcast. I am David, bringing you once again into the dystopian, technological, and magical future of Shadowrun. Fourth edition, not fifth edition, because I'm not spending money. (laughs) (laughs) Take it! I mean, $50 doesn't just come out of the sky, you guys. Oh, money. (laughs) It does from our Patreons. (laughs) Having nothing to do with this podcast whatsoever. Um... (laughs) I'll thank you. I'll thank you not to rouse me out of my bed on a Saturday morning, splash water in my face like Fesic trying to bring Indigo Mantoya back from a hangover, and then poke <laughs> me with sharp sticks until I write a game. Uh, but here we are with that exact thing happening. So uh, when last we left, uh, the ne'er do wells of your merry little band uh, in Seattle, Washington, twenty seventy two, you had just had a very eventful run. Um, with lots of stories. Now, if every good and bad experience comes with stories, you are all the murderous Mark Twains of Seattle right now. <laughs> um, to recap, uh, you had a very somewhat simple job, which was to infiltrate a Christmas party. It was the holidays. And there was very little work, but you managed to wrangle some out of one of your contacts. And uh, the, the work was, the job was effectively to go into a uh, a post-work holiday party or post-holiday party after party for a company known as Night Arant, which is a armed guard security service in competition with Lone Star. Lone Star being the police of Seattle, also a private corporation. Night Arant being the scrappier, slightly more desperate uh, thugs of that uh, of the armed uh, armed response privatized world. You managed to get some information out of a, a, um, a man named Roger, who was uh, on the slide trying to impress his superiors by having a secret convoy go through the middle of downtown Seattle, full of a certain substance that you needed to apprehend, which you did expertly uh, through, uh, through glib of tongue, sharpness of steel, and granic. And, more <laughs> and and explosive, many, many explosive rounds. Um, and uh, you went ahead to a building, and uh, you had to drop it into an air vent to this, and you were told that it was going to be totally harmless. You weren't about to murder a bunch of people. There was a problem with that. And long story short, you managed in, to inhale a lot of the hallucinogenic substance that you which was meant for uh, the recipients downstairs within the building that you had expertly infiltrated and then climbed. Now, bringing us to modern day. It has been a few months since then. You, as a group, do not recall how you got off of that rooftop. (laughs) You do not recall 
how you manage to evade police. However, maybe it was muscle memory, you've been doing that all night. Ever since Gronik, unfortunately, or unwisely, or, God, with a lot of huspa, cast a spell which made all of you into murderous monsters for a brief 60-second period, and making you very famous in the media at the same time. It, it was intended to be an enhancement spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that hate erection didn't go down after four hours, and you guys needed to see a doctor. Oh, that's right, Chronic, you did see a doctor. A dislicensed veterinarian <laughs> put you back together after being dragged through the Seattle streets and shot many times. I still owe money. Yep. Yeah, you still get bills. Um, so, what happened instead was simply that each one of you was under the throes of an offshot of a drug I may have introduced earlier called Hizzy. Now, Hizzy makes you live a certain hallucination that is usually pre-programmed into the substance. The substance that you were handling was special in the fact that it was, it was kind of the Diet Coke light of this hallucination. At some point, someone's electronic device, like cell phone, um, uh, or, you know, comm unit, activated and got on the matrix and started downloading random holiday jingles and movies and things like that. Nothing out of the ordinary, but it affected the drug, so it affected you. Now, I've asked each one of you to write down a quick blurb of what commercial... Not yeah, so what, what kind of commercial production media you remember being involved with and the protagonist of in lieu of actual memories of anything that happened around there. So I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with the man who's uh <laughs> who is table flipping. Uh, we always start with a with a with a birthday person at the table. Yeah, it is actually well day before my birthday. Yeah. Happy fortieth. Uh, so. Woo! That's the, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Happy 25th! Woo! There we go, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, no, not quite 40, definitely not quite 25. But so. It's coming, it's coming. There's a light at the end of that legal Daniel. There's a light at the end of that tunnel, let me tell you. Alright, so what is, uh, what is John Kim Lee um, remember from that eventful night? John Kim Lee. Uh, has, uh, uh, constant, uh, memories, constant, uh, sort of jingles going back ever since, uh, and no matter how many guns he shoots, he can still hear it over the bang of the, uh, of the, uh, the bullets. <laughs> it's the story, a touching holiday story of Jonas, the troll proctologist, who learned the true value of high fructose corn syrup during the holiday magic of Arbor Day. <laughs> Arbor Day, brought to you by International Mega Digital. International Mega Digital would like to remind you, work hard and never look back. The things taking place behind you are of no concern to you. Move along. International Mega Digital, follow us on Twitter. Don't make this a hostile work environment on yourself. Well done. Well done. All right. Okay, fantastic. Um, in... Uh all right, so your so your uh, your object was, or, or the, the the commercial value of that was for um, was for high fructose corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup. All right, write this down. In an instance during this game, you can add one to your roll if you somehow involve your product of choice yes. into it. So pounding a Coke Zero and firing a gun with the other hand, done and done. That's not even in the game. That's just here. <laughs> All right. 
right. That's just science right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think That's I how bullets work, right? Yes. Yeah. Bullets and Coke Zero, as it turns out. <laughs> Coke Zero. Zero calories. Multiple. Plus ambidexterity. <laughs> zero calories, zero regret. <laughs> <laughs> zero conscience. <laughs> All right. All right, moving on. Uh, young William. Hey, this is Deku, uh, the human um, cybernetic-infused uh, Spanish-French-speaking uh, gent. A samurai, actually. Uh, as we left off uh, with good old Deku, he had inhaled a copious amount of chemicals known as Kizzy. Hizzy. Hizzy, which is the greatest drug I've ever heard of. And uh, for that brief moment in time, he was Neil the Orc Barbarian. And he was learning the true meaning of great times with great oldies on WSPDR, The Spider. Get stuck in our web. This corporate-sponsored holiday special brought to you by Dr. Pib Soda. The soda that went back to college, got his doctorate, and left his nagging wife, Trisha. Dr. Pib Soda, now banging his secretary. You hear that, Trisha? She's half your age and has an ass of an elven leather queen. <laughs> Yes. Yes. All right. So um, I'm hearing that your object was what again? It was. It was great a times with great oldies. It was music. It was a music station. Okay. But it was sponsored by mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Pipsoda. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to say because he has uh, high fructose corn syrup. At any given time, if you can tie oldies music into an action, you can add plus one to the roll. <laughs> oh dear lord. Yeah. I'll kick my ball. <laughs> can I have my like? Where, I need to. I need my uh, uh, iPad. Oh, um, uh, I don't know where your iPad is, honey. Fuck you. Do you, you see my black bag? Uh, black bag. That one behind. Yeah, yeah. Behind David. Yep. Fuck you all. This is gonna be great. <laughs> sure. Just like the stash. <laughs> the stash in the bag. <laughs> stash in the bag. I miss you, stash. We all miss the stash. Everyone except Angela. Yeah, listeners, you missed it. Uh, well, you missed it because you don't know us and you don't see us. <laughs> and, yes, and we are Hopefully. an audio podcast. That's true. No, I feel like if he had kept the mustache on, we would hear it. Yeah. <laughs> it we would have to introduce ourselves as Fandible plus stash at that point. It would be the fifth. It, <laughs> the the elusive member. sixth member yeah. has finally been found. Exactly. Oh, man, if we attach that to the Fanda Toaster, we got another person. <laughs> oh, man. Man. Do it now. Do it. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> Do you realize what you've done? Come on, guys. It's like the sequel to Weird Science. Now, um, so at any given time, Billy, if you incorporate an oldie song into an action, then it is plus one to that roll. That plus one being plus one die. All right. Angela. This is Angela. I'm back playing Rosalind Foise, uh, the face of this group of ne'er-do-wells. And when Foise was hit with the hizzy as it is called, uh, she flashed back to a, uh, a much more innocent time, and the uh, holiday special that she remembered was something that's uh, really for, like, preschool-age kids. It's like the Dora the Explorer of, uh, of Shadowrun. So we've got Nero the Elven Mage learns the true meaning of sales, sponsored by Bullseye Happy Sales. We're always on target. Yatta. All right. Yatta. <laughs> I just want like her like sidekick instead of like uh, the, the little monkey to be a yatta. Yatta. Like I don't even know what it is. It's like a leaf, I guess. Oh, it's around. about an engineered creature that the company actually made to be their mascot. It's called yatta. It's called yatta. It, the first thing they created was the uh, a lot, but those broke out <laughs> and killed countless children. Um, bloodthirsty. Can. They they their rumor has it they are ridden by uh, uh, ghouls. <laughs> uh, the the allots in the sewer. Yeah. Okay, but but they now have a cute yatta. 
They're like gremlins. Okay. Uh, I will say this. Uh, Rosalind, uh, next time that you involve a, uh, a, uh, <laughs> a bullseye happy sales um, object into a roll, it's plus one. And I'll go further to say, because this is unlike- unlikely, <laughs> that if you use a gun purchase from bullseye happy sales <laughs> for an aimed shot, it's plus two. Ooh. Because bullseye happy sales, we never miss. Very nice. Yep. I like it. All right. Um, and uh, again, listeners, that might say like, David, that seems a little um, that seems a little heavy handed for for all of the characters. You need to understand that Rosalind Voisey is also paralyzed during combat. <laughs> yeah. so if she shoots anyone, it's probably a lead into an offer. <laughs> Some sort of conversation is going to happen. Yeah. Um, all right. So. Last, but certainly not least. Oh, no, let's not speak too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> he is the one that made us <laughs> Seattle's most wanted. <laughs> so, last, certainly least. <laughs> I'd just like to say that in the end, we became even more famous due to the situation most of us don't remember. No, I, I got nothing. Uh, I'm a horrible person. Anyway, <clears throat> this is uh, Rennick. Uh, magical muscle, uh, leader of the group, and, <laughs> and really the thing that just holds, that holds Who's everyone together. Who's a part of D11? <laughs> that is, he hit you pretty hard. <laughs> I really want it to be like focused on your face and you, as it, like the camera slowly backs up, you're like, leader of this group, and you just slowly see there's a noose around you, and we're just, we're just like, I have our guns ready to aim at you. Like, just give us a reason why we want to keep <laughs> you around, up, buddy. Your noose is tied up to a lonely street lamp on an otherwise darkened street. Creative consultant. Uh, <laughs> graphic designer. Uh, Good. Nice and useless. <laughs> ah, take it, graphic designers. I need you. We need you here. Please help us. And when I was uh, hit with the hizzy, I was brought back to a, sh- a kid's show I watched when I was a uh, kid, talking about how science could benefit humankind in the far future. Quasar, the space knight, learns the value of shovels during this Mother's Day special. Brought to you by Barry's Home and Garden. <laughs> Which also brought back a terrible memory of me with a shovel in front of my mother's grave, screaming, I put you back in, you're not coming back out again. Wow, I like it. Yeah. Your mother was a ghoul. Is that how ghouls she, That's why she had to be put down. That's the only thing you can do with ghouls. Always. <laughs> so, so your mother was a ghoul. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I like that. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. I had, I had no choice. I mean, she yeah. was infected. And she there was, was a no school teacher. Ghoul <laughs> teacher. teacher. There was no cure for what she was. <laughs> All right. A ghoul? Sure. <laughs> All right. It's going to write down your name right quick. Oh right, and your and your uh, your object was what? Shovels. Shovels. Yes. Nice work. <laughs> I'm going to say, um, you can take your shovel. Wait, no. Tempted just not to give you any. Can I focus it and make a spirit of shovels by chance? Or? Yeah. No. Right. No, no. Um, uh, Whenever will... you're attacking a mother. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what, what was the lesson that you learned? The, the, the value of shovels? The value of shovels. Fuck it, right. You incorporate a shovel into an action. It's plus one. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> oh, 
so he just has to drink a shot of soda during. You can literally have those like those beer dispensing hats and just put soda there. You're gonna be so fat by the end of this. Hey guys, what happened? High fructose corn syrup is your friend. Okay, John, you better be a friend. This isn't everything. John Kimley is going to become the deadliest man to shoot you from the comfort of his own couch. <laughs> but the only thing he couldn't dodge was diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> diabetes. Amazing. So yeah, you get you get a plus one on one roll during this game that involves... Oh, just one roll. A show. Yes, yeah, just, just one. one. Oh, like you every, so everybody has to say we only get like one roll. Yeah. Correct. You, yeah. you burn it when you use it. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you can't just be down. Yeah, no, like, otherwise, okay. it'll be like, all right, me and my... Uh, what is it? The... the, the Ah crap! The scooter, the the the, the, the rascal. Oh god! Yes, yeah, so me and my rascal are coming after you. With an oxygen tank. Yep, there we go. Amazing. Driving right. down the Walmart. Okay. Um, so here we go for the obligatory introduction. Six days of rain and 14 days of cheap, tasteless soy food from a can perfectly sums up the luck of some runners. In the shoots and ladders life of those who run in the shadows, a person with the right skills and great luck can make themselves quite a living. For those who only have skills but have luck on back order, the Redmond Barrens is where you land. And, for, and on a dreary Seattle night with a hiss of unrelenting rain drowning out the usual cacophony of Seattle's sounds, our four heroes find themselves in a dingy flat above a cheap bar at the bottom of the chute with no ladders in sight. You're above a bar in the Redmond Barrens, hiding out, trying to lay low from the heat that has erupted from your unfortunate incident in front of uh, the tequila bar with the Knight Arant. Now, the bar that you're hiding above is called the Corkscrew Bar, with the charming tagline, Drink to forget, because the rest of the world has already forgotten you. And that pretty much sums up the feeling of the Redmond Barons. It is the bottom, below the bottom. It is falling through the floor of, of society at large. And you're at this flat, which has been a uh, safe house of Ms. Foisy's, uh, for quite some time. She never thought she would have to use it. You can't go back to... It was to not designed for four full-sized people. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> was not. It was more designed for a stopping place for maybe a couple of days. Because you're in a low-income area. Not even a low-income area. An impoverished, dilapidated, no legal income. area. No <laughs> income area. Exactly. So when you're in low-income area in Seattle, you have rations. You have electricity rations and food rations and things like that. And the Redmond Barons, you have dealers for anything that you need. You've got soy dealers who will offer you tasteless but nutritious soy. Uh, you'll have uh, dealers who deal in uh, commodities such as electricity or running water. But they're the scummiest motherfuckers you've ever dealt with. Uh, surprisingly, for um, for Time Warner, same guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so so that's where that's where you are you're hiding out right now. It is too hot to go back to your nice place in, in Seattle proper. And so you are out here. Now, it has been about a couple of weeks since you came to. Before that, Griff had managed to work with Cody, your um, with your Cody, your fixer, to, guy, to get you guys, hallucinations and all, into a holding pen in a 14-story self-storage unit. 
you've each got your own unit, uh, which was padded and you were restrained so you couldn't hurt yourselves. But when you came out, you were starving and dehydrated and they nursed you back to health. Cody, for all of his flaws and the fact that he smokes a monstrous amount of weed and can make very questionable choices, is very good at taking care of people. And then he asks you if you had anywhere to go. You landed here. It's not good. Um, you remember the what now comparatively is the lap of luxury that was Rosalind's old place, whereas now you are living in the Redmond Barrens. Rosalind has neglected to lower your rent whatsoever during this time period <laughs> as the rent back home still needs to be paid. Uh, what are each of you doing for the last couple of weeks as you lay low and don't take jobs? Well, I would like to say Deku does take jobs. He doesn't take jobs with bunny ears around them. Mm -hmm. He takes jobs as in, like, he's, like, sitting there smoking behind one of a meat cart that uh, <laughs> this this really angry-looking Korean elf runs. Yep. And... Uh, he kind of knows a little Korean. She kind of knows a little Spanish. They both don't really do great with English. Yep. So it's it's been complicated. Uh, she's been um, very uh, big into hygiene, making sure he has uh, uh, hair nets. Uh, but what, most of his duty is he catches rats. Okay. And uh, he supplies her with rats. Mm -hmm. And she supplies the group with a, a soy supplement. And um, while the soy supplement uh, didn't quite make it past the clinical trials, uh, it's still very filling. The only thing uh, it, it has done is it makes our breast a little bit more tender. <laughs> so so the, we, we have plenty to eat because Deku is, ready to, is willing to uh, get his hands dirty. But god damn it, what are these shirts made out of? Okay. Fucking Teflon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, you have, uh, uh, Rosalind has walked in on Deku putting on a bra. Like, <laughs> this is, is not what it looks like. That's one of my bras and you're putting it on. Okay, it's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> I'm adding it to your tab. Oh, come on. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? I found another rat in my room today. Thank you. I had you. to take in more borders. <laughs> Uh, that's what that, that's what Deku said. <laughs> Granick is actually uh, trying to find another way to make some money, and is actually putting on his psychic garb, completely different name from the other guy, of course, that was in on the murder of several several people. Not my fault. And <laughs> yeah, and just basically just trying to scam as many people as possible to try to to give him any false sense of hope possible, just so he can make a buck. I can and, see it now. <laughs> uh, you are in great danger. How do you know, asshole? Cause give me your fucking wallet! <laughs> give me your wallet right now, motherfucker! <laughs> shotgun! Shotgun! It's amazing. And on, uh, on the side, I've also, uh, been working on, uh, fighting, getting around to making, uh, summoning foci. Because I didn't have one before. Might also want to make a spellcasting one. Hmm? Just. Shit. No reason. <laughs> that was part of the rent it's like asking John to put an extra set of like safeties on his gun, <laughs> just just to ensure that my spells are a bit bit more effective Great. than before. Great. Uh, yes, the effectiveness has been the problem. <laughs> fantastic. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, John, John Kimley or... had to. Uh, it took about a week to convince him that he couldn't actually shoot poverty in the face. <laughs> this is John Kim Lee, the orc gunslinger, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, gunslinger it, doesn't do you justice, actually. What are you again? No, he's he's a physical adept. He is 
his magic involves shooting things. It is, it is, it is kind of like those anime shows. Like, I am a magician. Really? What is your power? I shoot lightning from my hands. That's, that's, that's your only spell? Yes! It's, that's pretty much it. It's yeah. like, I am infused with the power of magic. And what will you do with that magic? I will shoot everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, you truly are the David Blaine of ballistics. <laughs> he really does. He has one trick. He's so damn good at it. <laughs> Uh, so, so it took a while to convince him that he couldn't actually shoot his way out of poverty, uh, which many we all tried, know. John, many have tried. Yeah, yeah. We all know. This is the Shadowrun world, and, and you can't actually do this. <laughs> and you <laughs> know what? If thing. anybody could, it would be John. Yeah, I'm going to need one extra handful of dice, and I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers. Uh, but, uh, so once he was convinced of that, uh, he, uh, decided, alright, he needed to find, he needed to lay low, he needed to, um, have a little bit less heat. So he's been uh, kind of locked uh, in... I mean, it's, it's not really a separate room. He just kind of, like, found some random bits of wood and thing, kind of, like, put up a partition, as it were, mm-hmm. uh, put some pillows in there to it's help... It's a fire uh, hazard. <laughs> it's okay. It's, I, I, I'm helping pay, pay the rent, uh, because... Just, so, yeah. shh, I'm recording! <laughs> I'm recording! <laughs> Okay, hello, listeners. Uh, welcome back to John Kim Lee's Gun Show. <laughs> Today we will talk about the, uh, the, 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 the explosive clip for the Colt Manhunter. Now, I personally prefer and he's toilet paper. <laughs> John, do you got toilet paper in there? This is not the bathroom. How many times do I have to tell you? Not the bathroom. It's not for the bathroom. It's for my bra. <laughs> So, uh, John Kinley's uh, gun show is a, uh, a mildly popular YouTube uh, sensation. No one's watching because of the, the, the guns. They're watching for your crazy <laughs> really, roommates in the background. Much, yeah, absolutely. No, it is. But John Kinley is convinced that, that it's all about the guns. Why is my robe chafe? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. You like you you have you have like thirteen fans on your fan page, but somebody has set up an, a separate fan page for each one of your roommates, and that has thousands, thousands, thousands. Of, thousands of Luckily, fans. it all feeds in, and so he's getting a few credits yeah. from ad revenue. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how he's uh, that's how he's paying his share of the rent. That's amazing. All right, that's and, the best. And, uh, last is the the lady landlord. Yes. uh as the landlord, um, Boise doesn't have to uh, lift a finger uh, to to bring in rent because she's living off of uh, other people. Uh, in fact, she's doing well enough that there's a third safe house. <laughs> and that's where Boise spends most of her time. She tells everyone else. It's like, oh, she's out there hustling. You know, um, she is uh, claiming that she's giving speech lessons. Nice. You know, nice. Uh, to, to so Wayne and Spoin. In reality, she's going to another flop house that has a little more privacy. <laughs> Respectful roaches. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Wonderful. All right. They pay their rent on time. These motherfuckers. Mm. Hey, Fozzie, about the... Do I have to send someone to break your kneecaps? No, well... (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. My kneecaps are broken, so I needed new parts. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. All right, all right, everybody. You are absolutely doing that. It is a a, uh, dreary Thursday night, as I said. It's been raining for a solid week. Um, And you've been subsisting on uh, cheap... Old soy or soy product. Um, 
uh, for the last two weeks. Um, it's a soy tenderloin, they called it. It's a soy tenderloin. <laughs> that's, wow. That's, that's, that's how they sold it to me. <laughs> it's certainly tender in that it's liquid. You feel it in your loins. <laughs> So look, Wally, it's not even soy. It's circled all the way back around, and there's actual meat in your soy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's gross. It fermented into meat. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's circled all the way right back. It's uplifted soy. <laughs> <laughs> we, made it, we made it conscious, <laughs> and then we killed it. Yeah, once something has conscious, that makes it meat, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough soy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And it then... Like, Conscious reduced soy. So we're drinking. You know our, what? I, yeah. I, I want a t-shirt. I want that on a t-shirt. Once something is conscious, that makes it meat, right? <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. I would wear that. Expandable.com. Yeah. So yeah, we we have our soy supplement or soy tenderloin. Yeah. Uh, in shot glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Toss it back. Yep. Absolutely. You guys have a running tab downstairs at the corkscrew. Now it's important to know that the things in the Redmond Barons are uh, different on almost every level. And one of the things that's different is that the establishments are different. So, for instance, every bar is only a bar in name. It is a space that offers alcoholic substances. You will not find Johnny Walker. You will not find, uh, you know, Smitty's Irish Ale. You will or not find... Jack Stallion. You will not find Jack Stallion. Damn it. You will find offshots of... If you find any labels, you'll find offshot... Labels, almost always in Eastern European dialects, um, that have been offloaded through some uh, shady mafia uh, group. Oh, gross. Jack Daniels? What <laughs> <laughs> is this kind of crap? Dan Jackals? Never heard of it. Um, uh, so, so, so that's a bar. But often it will be an unmarked bottle and it will simply have a piece of tape on it that says whiskey, vodka, bourbon, things like that, because it's made here, right here in the Redmond Barrens. You know how drink in, local. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know how in Brooklyn we like, you know, really, really try to. You, it'll tack on twenty extra dollars if you drink something from Brooklyn. The Redmond Barrens, they'll give it to you for damn cheap because <laughs> you're really rolling. Because the dice. it's here from the Redmond. Yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. Because it usually comes in the. Uh, fingernail polish bottle and it usually is the fingernail <laughs> polish <laughs> exactly exactly um yeah everybody loves their uh their glitter based uh cocktails here um how sparkles part. on the way down you sparkle all the way out um, <laughs> Uh, and also um there are, there are no food establishments like restaurants and things like that there are places called hots now hots are basically any area that is willing to take your soy has a heated surface, like a, uh, anything from a skillet to an oven to a carburetor with a tin pan on top. And they will, through some sort of um, <clears throat> chicanery or, or magic, or magic being a bunch of stuff, or actual magic, um, will produce a edible food. So for, like, you bring in your own soy, you pay them 10 credits, they make you something out of that soy that you cannot do at home. No questions asked. No one gets to see the kitchen. You don't get to see how the sausage is made. So, Deku has, and he's been sworn to secrecy. <laughs> that Korean, that Korean elf will kill him. <laughs> exactly. He came home one day having seen the, uh, he's the missing sausage an ear. was made. <laughs> he's missing an ear. He yep. was going to go to the uh, local paper and explain it, but they found him. <laughs> he was missing an ear, but he had gained a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> all right. So, you're all in your, um, you're all in your flat 
right now doing your various things. John Kinley is uh, is recording. Deku is lightly massaging his ample breasts. <laughs> Not uh, breasts. They're just tender, sir. His tenderloins. <laughs> <laughs> You've got two handfuls of cold, semi-malleable, <laughs> semi-malleable soy product, and you're, like, thinking about putting them on your chest. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Rosalind is... Uh, Rosalind is not there right now. Rosalind's actually walking back from working. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, she worked so hard that she... Uh, Rosalind recently, as the story goes, uh, her client is a manicurist and needs to learn how to speak well to customers, and that's why her nails and hair look so fantastic <laughs> recently. It's all about the body economy here. Exactly. She is really good at what she does, guys. <laughs> so really just, good. I imagine every time Rosalind leaves, Chronic just looks at her, but you know she's totally lying to us. We are getting screwed seven ways from Sunday. Yeah, last time we listened to you, we became fugitives. So how about, I'm just going to trust in her because she's given me no reason not to trust her. And she's leaning back. And yeah, yeah, full full body massage. No one has seen fresh cucumbers in years. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, except at the beauty salon. Not since the cucumber uprising <laughs> when they uplifted cucumbers. <laughs> it's a very sad day for women. <laughs> cucumbers are ah. uh, not classified as meat. Yes. yes. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so uh, so yeah. So John is doing his thing. Deku is doing his thing. Gronik is doing his thing. Rosalind. You are uh, walking back. You are passing by the corkscrew right now. Please roll me an intuition plus awareness. I have no idea how to roll this game again. Like we haven't grabbed it in so long. It's White Wolf with D6. You basically okay, okay, grab okay. one handful of the sixes and bring roll. <laughs> and and then, the best. like throw them on the table and then look expectantly. Is awareness at perception? I'm sorry, perception. Thank okay. You. Sorry, so many games. No, no, no. So it's totally fine. That's what that's what I'm gonna do. I don't know. Because I was just like, there's no way I don't have awareness. Yeah, I would no. pick something like that because I played enough fandible games. You know, yeah. you get that skill. Yep, that's what we do. Yeah. Um, ones don't negate anything, they do, do they? Okay, they good. do not, but if, um, if you have uh, more than half of, or half of your ones, and I believe you have... Uh, I have exactly half ones. Okay. Then you glitch, but you can still succeed. So a glitch is basically a uh, it's a success with a caveat. Okay. All right. So did you get four, five, or six? I'm sorry, five I, or six. I got a I got one six. Beautiful, awesome. <laughs> um, then in which case uh, you are walking by, and uh, you are walking by the the corkscrew, and the glitch. Oh, let's start with the success first. Um, you notice that it is quieter. It's a Thursday night, and, you know, it's not like there's a payday in your neighborhood, so Fridays and Saturdays are crazy. No, it's just everybody pretty much consistently intoxicated. Um, but you notice that uh, the uh, usual uh, people who are hanging around the outside of the bar are absent. Uh, maybe they're working or something. Um, but there's only one person standing outside smoking a cigarette. And... It is your job to know people. You have never seen this person before. And as you walk by, you uh, you s- start to cough from, from their smoke. Take one point of mental damage as you find out that whatever he's smoking, you are actually allergic to. Uh. Um, which happens sometimes in Seattle 2072 um, with, you know, unregulated... Uh, 
companies barely regulated, if re- regulated at all, putting anything that they want into their into their substances, then uh, sometimes you just find out, oh shit, I'm a, I'm not just not into Marlboros, I am allergic to them. But you start coughing as you go up the stairs, <coughs> and all of you hear that coming up the stairs. <coughs> Oh God, Mom's here! <laughs> Quickly, clean up! <laughs> You've got like four, like you're trying bras on in front of the mirror. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I just throw a shirt over the one, but unfortunately, it's a white, like white beater, and it's, and it's a neon green bra, so it's like uh, I'm not hiding anything. Kind of hot. Kind of hot. Yeah. I'm hopping. I'm like laying down on the couch, and I'm reading a magazine. Yeah, okay. yeah, so the it's like, and that's, and that's today. That's our show for today. Thank you, and tune in and click. Uh, nothing, nothing. I am just uh, cleaning my guns. <laughs> he 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 he, he uh, uh, subscribes to the mental fiction that they don't know what he's doing. <laughs> All right, I love it. All right, I'm just still working on my fo- finishing up my foci. Okay. Got it. It looks like a honey badger. No Surprise! Problem. Go focus. <laughs> focus yourself. <laughs> okay. When uh, Rosslyn walks in, everybody roll perception plus intuition. Right. Perception. This is where everybody uses their special little thing I gave them at the beginning. <laughs> right away. <laughs> Grosic does it with a shovel. <laughs> I stick through the hole in the shovel. Four successes. Nice. Yeah. What's the success of five and six? Five and a six. Does my cybernetics help? If you have olfactory, this is scent based. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, Five successes. And I'm trying to get a five. Everything else is a one. I told glitched. (laughs) One, 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 three. Okay, so you glitched with that success. I got five fives and three ones. (laughs) Like literally just five fives, three ones. Okay. But yeah, so that a glitch. Thank God. Okay, so the only person glitched here is Billy. Yep. Okay. Great. Okay. Way to go. High five. Nice. <laughs> All right, Billy, you start coughing too. <laughs> yeah. Take a pick, take a point of uh, of of uh, mental damage, stun damage. Excuse me. Um, as Rosalind walks in, and much like uh, someone who just been perfumed, actually Rosalind does smell perfumed. Um, Rosalind, because your ra- latest client also happens to work at the the perfume counter at J.C. Penney. Um, <laughs> you know, people need to learn how to talk pretty. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. People who sell very, very reasonably priced wares. <laughs> All right, so yeah. So Roslyn walks in, and first they hit you is the perfume, um, and then second to hit you is this very strange smell. Um, and you start coughing deeper. <laughs> Looks like they're infected. <laughs> so I put them down. Okay. Probably for the best all around, really. <laughs> then I'll be free. All right. So you, you, Gronik and John, you hear the coughing, and then you smell it too. You have totally different responses to it, but you have very distinct memories of it. Uh, Gronik, you recognize that smell somewhere in the back of your head. As being a bad smell, the first thing that it t- does to you is it makes you tense up. You're like, <clears throat> that scent just in- inhabits a place in your brain that makes you on edge. I crawl up the couch like a spider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you remember, you realize that you've smelled that in shitty warehouses and, um, and, and, and dives and illegal magic shops and shit like that. Usually that had a lot of cop trouble. John. Oh, crap. You know exactly what that smell is. Your buddy who works for the PD smokes them. 
their standard regulation e-cigarettes mm-hmm. disposable so that there's no DNA. So, But what it effectively does is gives a cop an excuse to look like a civilian because Lone Star has very rigorous standards as to what vice a Lone Star <laughs> officer can use. So they have these special cigarettes that are not a habit forming but allow a person to look like a normal vice-ridden degenerate in Seattle. And that is what you are smelling on Rosalind right now. Their coughing is coming from the fact that it's not per- a perfected chemical, and some people are just allergic to it. Um, you've, you've heard of a bunch of people knocked off of vice or undercover work because they can't smoke those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Jacob Lee sort of like, this is the air. Foisy, I... <coughs> what? Have you been talking to cops? What? I was about to ask. Why the fuck would I be talking? Because you to the smell co- like one. You know if they, John, uh, John and um, uh, Gronik, you know if they gargle salt water, for some reason that gets rid of it. That gets rid of gets rid of the cough. Okay. You should. I've been talking to cops. <laughs> some of us actually have gainful employment <coughs> outside of the flat. Yeah, I can <laughs> smell that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sound like. Just gargle some salt water or something. We sold our salt for soy yesterday. <laughs> oh, we did, right. Uh, oh, well. Uh, now, nah, well, you'll figure it out later. It is, uh, <laughs> what is the better cop? What is this better cop? Hmm? It's that smell you have. It's, I've smelled it before with some of my uh, contacts down in the force. It's it's uh, the cigarettes the Vice Squad uses. Oh. Oh. Where well, did you get that on yourself? I, I haven't... Uh, and would I be aware, oh, yeah. like, once they bring yeah. it up, it's like, okay, I know what that is. Uh, there's uh, someone downstairs in front of the corkscrew. He ain't from the neighborhood. Uh, Deku is immediately jumping up and grabbing <laughs> his, like, grabbing his uh, guitar case. He's like, cups, cups, we're going to get raided. I can tell. You might want to put on a different shirt. <laughs> I quickly grab my black like shirt that I usually wear and quickly tie uh put it on my, my Add that one to your tab too. <laughs> it is there. Uh, uh, could it be cops? Could they have found us? Possibly. That's what they smell like. So I'm looking outside the window, like peeking. You're noticing that uh there's not what you would call foot traffic traffic in your neighborhood. There's like a kind of changing of the guards when it comes to the junkies and dealers. And you're not seeing any of the normal junkies nor any of the normal dealers. Now, something that is a sad truth about junkies and degenerates in Seattle 2072 is that rats don't stay on a sinking ship and junkies can smell it top a mile away. And they are nowhere on your street right now. Uh, I, I relay this. Uh, it, is, it looks like there's no junkies. Carol with her kids, she's not selling them. <laughs> <laughs> you give me that look and I'm like, what the clean, the clean gutters. I got a little awkward. Anyways, uh, it, it, I did not see them on the, uh, on the streets. Uh, they, are, they are not selling the drugs. Uh, we need to get out of here now. Agreed. Junkie Lee already has like, a couple of guns out aimed at the mm-hmm. door. Mm-hmm. He does that yep. normally, just randomly, but this time it's actually quite on purpose. He's like purposing. All right. Uh, grab your things. Mm-hmm. Um, you all... Okay, there's a pause while John Kimley aims his guns. Deku is, is, is you know, a, a, a live wire. Like, he's got his uh, 
guitar case. He's got his guitar case ready, and he's perched in front of uh, a window, all his weight on the balls of his feet like a cat. Like, just, just one single sound will make this guy jump three stories, no problem. Uh, it actually won't be a problem. You're made of mostly metal. Um, uh, yeah. Gronik is Gronik is mid uh, collecting all of his different items and accoutrements from his room, and Rosalind is um, coughing. But when she coughs, it goes over her newly manicured nails, and so a little glitter comes out. It makes it look magical. Um, and so, but there's a pause where no one's coughing, collecting, or moving, and there is a slight groan. Now, everybody's lived in an apartment long enough in order to know the ins and outs of a certain space. You know when something is simply amiss. And all of you have been in this rat hole for long enough to know that there is a sagging plank just outside of your front door that all of you have learned to step over. Because it's only going to take a number of times before that fucker goes through and then your foot is in the downstairs stairwell. There is a sound of someone stepping on that creaking floorboard hard, and John, you hear the telltale sign of safeties being unlocked. Right. Yeah. We have another exit. I've been working on it for a couple of days. <laughs> I go, I grab like the broom and I start hitting the, uh, the, the ceiling tiles, uh-huh. and, uh, Foisy to your complete horror, uh, the tile falls open and it shows that I've been like chiseling the rooftop, like yep. to get to the top floor. Uh, yep. Are we on the top floor of this? Yeah, thing? there's one more person. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. They, they, they have. Cat. God damn it, cat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> what we've uh, what we've uh, been able to but do. By the way, is... the the tile coming down sounded exactly like that cat <laughs> knocking something off of the. Uh, off the window. Yeah, yeah. we uh, <laughs> we've uh, basically chiseled through uh, the bottom of a uh, uh, someone's uh, bathroom. It's a very small bathroom, yeah. like right behind the toilet. Like, yeah, you, you are squeezing out of this yeah. like Jim Carrey and the and uh, Ace Ventura too with yeah. the rhino. Yeah, but like, no. you do know that. You great. You do know that, however, because you have um, you, some of you have tried to meet the neighbors. Um, they they are very very secretive. I told people. you not to. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, Deku, when you were casing this out um, by going upstairs while no one was home and broke in, uh, you noticed that the reason that you cut this hole is because they have a skylight in their bathroom with a small ladder that goes to it. Now, when this was an actual legal tenement, this must have been extremely great and thousands of dollars more on your rent. Uh, now it's just a way for somebody to escape should the cops show up to raid, so... Thousands of dollars more in rent, <laughs> and that's what I'm doing. I'm, yeah. uh, There's I'm, a reason why I couldn't afford that apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm like uh, breaking through some of the the, the the tiles that I'd like laid down, so it didn't look like the floor was broken. Mm-hmm. They rained down, and then I uh, waved over towards, uh, of course, uh, Foisy. Uh, you first. I just kind of scramble up. I help uh, her up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Push her up through. Yeah. The I hole. just I, I just like. Yeah. Pop right out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Do a backflip. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Giant orcs just on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, that's never come out of me before. Yep. <laughs> 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 that's the first. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. And, uh, boys, you see a ladder that's, you know, it's attached to the wall. Um, and it was probably used for, you know, utility purposes for the super at some point. And it goes up to a skylight, and it's a swinging skylight that is a glass, um, it is a glass pyramid top that is, is on hinges with a handle. Uh, and it's about the, it's about, you know, uh, two feet across, like, it's a two feet square. 
Kind of small. Not for you. Yeah. It's roomy for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm going to, like, crawl up the, you know, climb up the ladder and kind of, I imagine I have to, it, it's like the, everyone saw that crazy woman on the America's Ninja Warrior thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like that, when that woman's trying to jump between the poles when Foise <laughs> has to get to the actual skylight. Yeah. Normal people can just reach up and open it. She's like, ha ha, just like jump from a ladder and like swings from it for a second and then kicks it open. It's <laughs> amazing. All right, perfect. Yeah, so you kick it open and get onto the, get onto the rooftop. Um, and you notice immediately that, um, again, it is raining hard, hard enough so that it obscures vision. But you are a dwarf, and if I recall correctly, have... Thermographic. Thermographic vision. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so you can still see hazy figures through the rain about two buildings across setting what you can only assume are snipers. Either that or... Junkies in two by two formations. <laughs> every fourth building have decided to have cigarettes in a torrential downpour. They needed to go somewhere since they weren't staying on the street. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks. Bloomberg. It's community event. They, you know, <laughs> they have to organize it properly. Let's realize I made a thanks Bloomberg joke because I'm not mayor anymore. Guys, what are we gonna do? <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't so know this new guy well enough yet yeah. to thank him for anything. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm at waving on for Jesus because you're yes. you're small, right? You're yeah, dwarf. I'm, I'm a dwarf. Yeah, I'm 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 help, I'm trying to try to help okay. you up too. I shove myself up there. Okay, you see the same thing that Foise is looking at. Yep. Well, yeah, Foise is uh, she's like because she doesn't know. Like I can't tell whether they have like night vision goggles or anything mm-hmm. like that. They could have a dwarf on their side. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like crouching down. I'm trying to keep the glass of the the window between me and the next building mm-hmm. to hopefully help that. Uh, obscure me and like crouching down. I'm like, shut it. Shut what? Oh, your mouth. I'm uh, waving on uh, John. John, yeah, John, John, like motion, like you keep going. You start pointing at that door, just listening. Like as soon as he hears somebody in front of that door, those mm-hmm. triggers are going to start going. Uh, Deku's actually running into your uh, your cubicle that you've created, <laughs> and he set a timer on your YouTube page to play one of your sh- uh, your. Sh- uh, <laughs> Your informational shows. Your, your informational shows. And then he takes out a grenade, sets it down on top of it, and like basically the moment they open up the cubicle, uh, when they hear his voice, yep. it's gonna pull the pin. Nice. And then he's, and he, in like 30 seconds you start hearing, hello! This is, <laughs> how did he know? I don't know. And then he starts scrambling up, uh, to the hole, shimmering through that thing. Okay. So yeah, then, then John can be slowly backing away. Yeah. Yeah. Towards the hole, but keeping guns trained on the door. Okay. No problem. Alright, so, Deku and John, you're both going to need athletic rolls. Not to pull yourselves up, that is no problem. To fit it is to fit through <laughs> without making works. a larger hole. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, right. why do you guys make this roll? Dad's gonna run to the middle. Mm-hmm. Athletics, you said? Person's wrong. Okay. Uh, Three, and then what is that? Uh, uh, is it uh, A? That's gonna be agility. Yeah. Ooh, seven, because I have crazy stuff. That's uh, two successes. Two, three, one, two. Yeah, this is the false song. Right. Oh, you hear that, people? That feels good. <laughs> what am I trying nice. to get? Fives and sixes. Oh, wait. One, two, three, four. Four. And then ones don't take care. Like, go, doesn't yeah. Nope. Yeah. Ones are Woo! only a problem if half of your roll is them. Deku, like, I managed to do the very first roll of the game. Yeah. yeah he, but I'm sure it'll never happen again. I blame David. Yeah. Well, someone this has to be the game for this. This is his. This is his game, so it jinxed the dice. Wait, are you telling me that you're the David for the Shadowrun game? No, I'm saying David is the David for the Shadowrun <laughs> game, and he just gives it to us. Oh, that works. Mm-hmm. That works. Thanks, 
David. Who's the okay? Who's the new guy? Uh, de Blasio. De Blasio. Yeah, Thanks, De Blasio. Yeah. De Blasio. <laughs> uh, f- uh, four. Two. Okay, so four and two. Okay, so Deku, no problem getting through, and also John, no problem getting through. Deku, I mean, you're so top heavy, like you're so arm heavy that it, you know, one of your cybernetic arms just grabs onto the ledge and just has enough force that the rest of you just kind of launches through this in this uh, showy, flashy way. But your also reflexes and cybernetic eyes catch on to everything that the dwarves are seeing so quickly that you don't even have time to have a have a. Uh, a dramatic land, you land kind of like you just did a 10-foot burpee. So, like, you, like, pop out, standing up, and then augment yourself, shift yourself in midair to land in, like, a gully crawl position, like like a push-up position. Okay. Boom, and you disappear. Um, John, you make it, um, but you're a friggin' orc. So, <laughs> so there's an uncomfortable moment there where one shoulder's through and the other shoulder's there, and, and you know... There's a, there's a moment where you might have to let one of your guns go in order to fit through it. You know, you, you promised It'd be a heroic sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah. Yeah. I um, promised myself I, I would cry. <laughs> your gun better be remembered. Yeah, eventually like, there's Wait, a, I'm an orc. This is a building. Orc versus orc beats building. You know how this goes. <laughs> and then keeps going. Yep. yep. So, good news is all of you are through. Bad news is there's not going to be any question as to where you went. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear a crash as a boot kicks down the door, and then uh, you hear shuffling people, uh, all heavy in their uh, in their weight. Uh, you can hear, you know, uh, what is the telltale sign of a military or or pseudo military unit storming your shit-tastic apartment? Um, and uh, you hear uh, you're yelling. You hear them clearing rooms, and then you hear John's voice come up from the well, uh, from the holes. Um, and you hear somebody say, John Kim Lee, Night Rock Security Services, come out with your hands up. You think he's going to do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> click, 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 click. Um, and then you just hear automatic gunfire. <laughs> About five automatic weapons are discharged into your shitty little home, which gets decimated like plasterboard. Security deposit is not going to cover that. <laughs> not at all. Uh, uh, and, yeah. So, all of you are on a rooftop listening to auto fire, surrounded by, a, uh, on a building that <laughs> it's the Redmond Barons. There's no fire escape. <laughs> a fire escape is a is a gun with one bullet in it in the Redmond Barons. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, we're going to need a distraction. But don't worry, that will be happening soon. Five, four... Three, two... Oh, I watched this guy's video. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just blows out the windows. And as soon as that, like the building shakes, Deku's up and he's grabbing hold of Foyzy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's running towards the... Like, he's running towards... Uh, is, where's is the, the next... Is there a, a gap between us in the next building? Yes, there's about a six-foot gap. It's a jump. It's a jump for normal people. Yeah, De- that's why Deku has one of the dwarves. You could take care of yourself, dude. Thanks for that. Oh, really next to falling, he is a pro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guy, we know he loves rooftops. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, a huge uh, fan of death. Yeah, Deku's just like just yeah, flying yeah. over. Yeah, Boys is like, put me down, put me down, don't put me down, don't put me down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he makes this unbelievable matrix jump across a six foot gap, easily clears it, uh, and then puts you down. Yeah. 
Um, do the gap. Sorry. Yeah. Do the gap. <laughs> you were <laughs> dead weight. <laughs> I hit that yet. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, he puts it that down. That was the mustache shot. Yep. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, and uh, John Kinley and Grodick. I'm running. Yeah, move on. <laughs> okay. So Gronick and John Kimley, I'm gonna need athletics plus uh strength, actually. Oh boy. Because this is about how much lift effectively your legs can give you. Alright. So athletics? Yeah. Yes. Right. If you do not have a skill, then it's negative two to the attribute roll. Three. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> You're like Shaq when he played steel. Like uh, <laughs> you barely make the <laughs> No, I don't. Yeah, that was a, so it's a minus two to strength, huh? <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to use it to see that movie. Okay. I mean, so, I don't need to. I probably right, so should. Use that, going so. to. I think we should like buy the movies just to destroy them from society. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> we should watch them and then ridicule them for our listeners. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh I hear there are people who are Steel, I think his name. It was Shaq yeah. played oh, Steel. Okay. Yeah. But it was not actually the Superman analog Steel. It who was, was just, also yeah. okay. Anyways, at least I don't think so. Okay, six is rerolling this. Six is explode because you're using. Using okay. two successes. Two successes. All right. <laughs> Great. Did that work? Holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, yeah, you make grabby hands, Gronik, as you run across, <laughs> but you realize you're standing in the gravel of the other rooftop. You made it. You cleared it, but you still make grabby hands as if you were scrambling up uh, a, uh, a ledge. Okay. All so you, unusual, Frank. Oh, you made it. You do know that this building does have a fire escape, but. After an explosion, and auto- well, automatic gunfire, then explosion, let's be clear, um, that any sort of reinforcements are probably going to be scrambling for you. What do you do? Um, Scramble away. Yeah. Does Rosalind have to make a some sort of like willpower, uh, you know, uh, ethical check to see if she tells her compatriots about the other same house? <laughs> Not big enough. <laughs> no, your other your other safe house is like a uh, it's in a capsule uh, hotel, but it's for a troll. But since you're a dwarf, it is honestly like a dorm room for you. Yeah. <laughs> so it could not fit. You know, for a fleeting second, you do think it could fit, but then you kill that thought immediately. <laughs> Put it down like the dog that it is. It's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, uh, Deku is, uh, he's tapping the side of his, uh, uh, his, his temples. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's just flickering through some of the frequent, like, he's trying to get rid of the rain that's in his way. Uh-huh. Uh, he goes through, like, thermal vision, close up, uh, and then he, you know, he ends up on going back to thermal ver- vision, and uh, he's uh, looking around trying to see if anybody's running, you know, I'm sure there's people running away from the explosion. Yes, the bar's he's, clearing up. Yeah, he's looking for people running towards it to see uh, which, you know, waiting for them to pass so he can start pointing towards, like, okay, let's go the alleyway. He's trying to basically see the best way of escaping. Great, yeah, absolutely. You see that... Uh, people are running to the building from a main alleyway that leads to the, the main street. Good news is that that way is opened up because they're, they're very swept. They're clearly converging on your last known location. Downside is you'll be on the open street. I, uh, yeah, I believe uh, they have passed this area, but we will be on open street. If uh, they happen to look back, or they have someone watching the roof from the rooftops, they would see us. Not only that, if they drug you can assume that it's us, they might call in uh, to uh, call in a uh, favor. So that's all that, that is the only thing I got recommended. If we could get, uh, I know if we can get to the garage where we I stole my bike, 
maybe we can all uh, do what we did last Christmas. Oh, that was fun, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, joyous day for me. Well, we can't stay up here forever. We we go down. We join the. We we try to get lost in the crowd from the corkscrew. Sounds good to me. Let's go. Yeah, okay. works. All of you run down. Uh, it's not going to require an athletic challenge. Um, uh, the uh, Deku is going to have to go last because he is the heaviest. Oh, Deku's just mm-hmm. leaping off the building. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said I can do that. Like I can just yeah. jump down. And just, I just land in a crouch. Uh, and uh, I reach into, like, a dumpster and pull out, like, a blanket that's been puked on, pissed on, and he just throws it over himself. Yeah. It's not even a blanket. It's actually thousands upon thousands of bed bugs all stitched yeah. together. <laughs> <laughs> kill me! I, just, I walk towards the mercs. Please kill me! <laughs> Sweet dreams, Billy. Oh, my God. That's so gross. But I love it. <laughs> Okay, so all of you scramble down. Uh, Deku. <laughs> Deku effectively says, like, Rosalind's like, we need to blend in and look like normal people. Deku says that's a great idea and then pulls a fucking Superman off the building. <laughs> just jumps off. Subtle. <laughs> as inconspicuous yeah. as any man jumping off of a four-story building landing without a scratch. Granny runs slash rolls down the fire escape. <laughs> like a barrel thrown by Donkey Kong. <laughs> right. thinking Sonic. Oh, nice. <laughs> Um, okay, so all of you need to give me a stealth plus intuition roll in order to... And it's intuition because it's being able to read the crowd and knowing basically Assassin's Creed style... stealth thing. infiltration? Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, okay. I was going to say, it's like, I don't have stealth? I'm a, I'm a samurai. It's either that or shadowing. Intuition. Yeah, shadow. Stealth is the, the group, okay. the skill group, and then shadowing is... There's shadowing and there's infiltration. Okay, so that infiltration yeah. is... Pick lock, lock picking and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you want shadowing. shadowing. How okay. much is to buy a new skill? Because I should have that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we can pause in one. A new skill is four. Four and how many can four, you? Or a new active skill group is ten if you want to get the whole stealth group. So that's three skills as opposed to one skill. It's four skills. Four and, skills. and I'd get infiltration. Uh, you get infiltration, disguise, palming, and shadowing. For ten? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah, stealth group, one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, of all the things that uh, games have done, I think the skill group thing is just some of the fucking sweetest. What's the negative for if I don't have the, sh- the skill? Uh, negative two to the uh, to this intuition roll. Okay. And then you, how do you increase? It? Is it uh, four per level? You can you can increase the um, the group itself all by one. Or you, you do it individually. Individually, yeah. but if you do it individually, you, you forfeit the ability to right. increase them as a, as a group again. All right. All right, cool. I got it. Thank you. I used all my XP because I said no. I Deku probably should have some form of shadowing. Mm-hmm. No problem. But I no longer can pay because uh, I I can't no longer pay per group though. That's fine. All right. Uh, for future for future reference. Um, oh, thank God. So if you don't have the skill, what's your uh, minus self? two? It's minus two to your attribute. Uh, so uh, if somebody wants to write this down. It's on page 264, uh, character improvement. Improving an active skill uh, group by one is new rating times five. All right, so uh, I'll mark this on the board. I uh, succeeded, but I also glitched. Great. Uh, I got a five. Five successes. For, yeah, shadow. Oh, wow, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I got Those four, bed bugs. Yeah, four successes. Nice. All right. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Giant troll with the guns. Yeah. One die in his pool. 
he was he was literally going bang 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 bang. He's got got his guns out in the middle of the crowd, fucking orange, two feet taller than most of the average person. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to look inconspicuous. I don't see anybody. It's all right. I don't see anybody chasing us. Guys, guys, where'd you go? Okay, so yeah, Rosalind and Deku disappear. They do that thing like you see, you know, you see somebody you don't want to see on the subway, and you mm. kind of like put your head in a book or something. They're gone. Um, uh. D- I'm not Tiku, I'm sorry. Gronik, you got how many successes? Uh, one success. You got one success. And a one. And a one. Okay. So, <laughs> you do manage to get, you know, you kind of read the crowd. You know people, the high charisma. Mm-hmm. So, you get in front of the crowd, and you're going to kind of try to surf the wave. But what winds up happening is you get trampled. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> you are, in fact, totally obscure. <laughs> <Good job. laughs> but you take one physical... As people, as people, it's the Redmond Marins. They don't even think they're kicking a dwarf. They think they're kicking a child, and it is. Their <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, all of you see, uh, all of you see uh, John Kim uh, Lee, uh, like just conspicuous as fuck balls. And here's the problem: it's because he's a large, scary orc. People are actively avoiding him. He does not have the opportunity to mix into the crowd. And so they are actively moving away from him, which draws more attention to him. And, of course, he's like, he sees the crowds moving away. So he's like, no! Why are you scared of me? Why are you frightened? Do not flee, innocents! So that's the running of the bulls, 2072 style. It's um, like you've seen those, like you know, the underwater like school of fish, and then the big fish comes along. Yeah. everything parts along. The big fish is like, no, no, but over here, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> parts again. Exactly, and uh, and you know that it's only a matter of seconds before John is is going to be shot at. Right. You know what? That's uh, like where you like how he communes with the spirits. So I think we should respect his no. religion. Right. <laughs> Looks like it's time for distraction. I'm going to summon a honey badger spirit. <laughs> Somewhere else in the crowd to cause as much ruckus as possible. Okay. All right. There's right. a spell that can uh, sort of increase her power. <laughs> By our powers combined. <laughs> so that's going to be a beast spirit. Yep. What level of power would you like that spirit force to be? Force five. Force five? Okay. Actually, no, so it's just for distraction. So force two. Okay. All right. Cool. I don't plan to fight very long. Do you have these rules written down, or should I look them up? Mm, no, I have the rules. Okay. I actually print them out because I keep forgetting it anyway. Nice work. Nice work. All right. Okay. You're, you're doing magic yeah. stuff in the middle of a crowd. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> this worked out right. so I'm well. I'm running. I am <laughs> running as fast as my little dwarf legs can carry. Well, this animal, that's the end of this game. Thanks, right. guys. Magic plus so many Put plus... in the fucking potty. Oh, wait. Plus my... Yeah, I already put in my mental spirits. So, yep. One, two, three, four, four. successes. Four. Is that great? Yeah, four successes. All right. All right. You pull up a, a spirit two. Uh, excuse me, a force two spirit, mm-hmm. um, which can, uh, which you now have, I believe, because you rolled four successes. You have four favors from it. Okay. Yeah. Have a good time. Starts watching TV. <laughs> Cause, no, no, okay, okay. Yep. Causes much. Just start. It's a force two, so it's like talking to a nine-year-old. Oh, oh, okay. Um, yeah. The thing about spirits is they don't like to be summoned that much. Okay. Now it's because it's a badger spirit. It's probably more amiable to you. Uh-huh. Um, amiable, amicable. So you amicable. would only amiable. Okay, amiable. Amiable. There we go. That's the word. I always screw this to up. Um, 
Uh, so it's more amiable to you. Um, but you do know that this level of spirit is not that bright. And also spirits, if you summon them too much or they don't like you, will be ruthlessly lit, um, literal for your, like, interpret your, your, your commands very literally. <coughs> literally. Yeah, so if you said, have a good time, it'd be like, okay, and just go back to the astral plane where it lives. <laughs> it'd All be right. like summoning Daniel. It'd be like, happy birthday. Like, Really? I got on the fucking train? And just, okay, yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> Alright. Start biting random people's clothes. Just clothes. Just clothes. Get out of me. Okay, so it's going to materialize. Materializing is going to take one of its, um, yes. one of its actions, or one of its... To ask it to do anything in the material plane generally takes one of its favors owed to you. So, all right. Uh, For those of you watching, (laughs) um, so there is, okay, so there's a large crowd. Uh, John Kim, (laughs) John Kim Lee is is trying to chase the crowd. The crowd keeps on moving away from him. And there's a pause. And John's wondering what's going wrong. And then next to John, (laughs) appears a small, Ethereal honey oh, no, badger. I, I thought it was uh, away I was trying from to, John. away from John. Oh, away from John. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I heard John. Um, okay, <laughs> never mind. Uh, and then some people start yelling in the crowd off of, off in uh, the distance in another um, establishment in one of the hots in, in one of the small unofficial uh, restaurants. People start running out of that place, and one man in an armored trench coat. Um, he's uh, Caucasian with a buzz cut hair, about six feet tall, and um, and, and brown. Uh, you know, uh, he's got a brown uniform on. It looks like he's an electrician or something. Comes running out, and there is a small honey badger <laughs> latched onto yeah. his coat like a gremlin. Don't feed the honey badger after midnight. Don't get them wet. honey badger. Oh man! All right. So yeah. So more chaos ensues. Just as next to John uh, Kim Lee, the ground explodes into small fire <laughs> as people from the rooftop start laying into uh, or laying fire now at you. Yeah, I'm assuming that's a uh, reaction plus dodge to get the fuck out of the way. Yes. <laughs> All right. So that would be one, two, three, five, six, seven, and three All right. more. Nice. All of you, for those of you who are hidden or lying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Wait, he said to me five times. He's kicking me. Yep. He's literally kicking me. <laughs> oh, I owe you money. Now. That makes sense. That it's makes actually sense. just ten people in a circle continuously going through. <laughs> um, uh, for those of you who are lying down, well, you just did your action uh, for yep. Rosalind and Deku. So you have I, all yeah. of your contacts and capabilities for whatever it is you'd like to do beyond run down the street like a crazy person. Just want to put that out there. So I got three successes on my dodging. Okay, yeah. So. Um, the entire crowd scatters when they see even, you know, uh, when they see you dodge, because you heave yourself out of the way, and then they start running like crazy. And so now it's total bedlam between the honey badger, the giant orc with handguns, and the rain. Because <laughs> no one likes getting wet. Oh my god, the honey badger got wet to you guys. Um, <laughs> then, uh, then it's then it's total bedlam. So the rest of you who made your stealth rolls are fine. John, mm-hmm. how do you get out of there? Um. <laughs> Let's see, how would I get out of there? Uh, he's going to sort of run into the heart of the bedland. Okay. 
And, you know, if he if he he's already been spotted, mm-hmm. so he knows if he goes in a separate direction from the crowd, they're gonna be able to chase him. So yeah. he's gonna literally just dive into the middle of the crowd, bedlam and everything, and try and hopefully use it to like you know, let himself get trampled a bit if necessary, uh, and and hopefully be able to like somewhere in the in the outskirts of the crowd get into somewhere where he's out of sight. Okay, no problem. I'm going to roll six dice, and this is going to represent the six people shooting at you. Now, due to the rain and the bad shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Weather didn't call for that. No one saw that coming. Otherwise, they would have won where their badger galoshes. Um, I'm going to roll six dice. If any of them roll a six, then that's going to be a shot that somebody from the rooftop actually gets you. Sweet. One through five is some other poor son of a bitch. (laughs) All right, and we're rolling. We are not good people. Uh, no, wow, four wow. fives though. Yeah. So like, you are like people are dropping left and right. Three fives. Oh no, wow, that four is four. Fives. Wow. Yeah. Well, no, if, if each if each one of these was a, was a separate person, yeah, one person gets shot in the shoulder. Yeah, one person gets shot in the leg, and one person <laughs> just gets riddled with bullets. Yeah, no, it's that, a, that number five dude. <laughs> no, it's it's actually it's it's uh, it's um distance to you. So ah, a six okay. would have been like so a one is furthest from you, a five. Okay, so, I, so I'm trailing death. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. For once, it's not me. Doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like you're a little disappointed. So, so somebody very far away from you gets shot. Somebody kind of closer gets shot, and then four people, blah blah blah, like you are dodging. You're pushing people in the way of where you think the bullet is coming from. Actually, knowing your stats, you know where the bullet is going. <laughs> um, and they are just dropping next to you. You break into a sprint and make it out of there through the rain and the chaos. Where do you guys meet up? Uh, you have phones and stuff too. Well, yeah, I, we have comms. And yeah. I would, I would actually say that um, because Foise has, she she knows the the areas that she has her safe houses in. So the <laughs> protocol, yeah, the <laughs> protocol is whenever they're at a new one, like the first day, it's like, all right, here's where the bathroom is, and there's where the nearest bodega is, and when shit goes downhill, because I know <laughs> she is going to hit when. the fan. Yes. <laughs> we meet, you know, three blocks to the west. Okay, right. great, right. awesome. Beautiful. All right. Uh, David, just so you yes. know, uh, for summoning, you're supposed to roll the force of the spirit. Okay. And then I'm going to subtract it from whatever hits I have. Whatever hits I have left is how many favors it owes me. Okay. And so. that helps to also determine what the dream value of, the, of what I did. Ten yes. I'll do that okay. right now. Okay. Yes, Thank you. Um, <clears throat> all right. So roll two dice. Mm-hmm. Two fives. Of course you do. So actually, so now... It, and I rolled a four. Sorry, I rolled yeah. a four, so I only have two favors from the thing. Okay, great. So, so I think I'm done. You're done, yeah. I'm done with this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay, so you guys meet up at a place called Smoky Joe's. Smoky Joe's is a hot plate um, that uh, is run about three blocks away. Uh, but it's nice because it's subterranean. It's actually uh, built into a garage, a, a car garage. But you know one of those dips where yeah. people would stand underneath the, to service the garage? Mm-hmm. Somebody has attached the two dips together, blown out the wall in between them. And so it's kind of like a basement with a with a tarp over it, and that's where people eat. Right. I, uh, Deku pretty much, he walks over to Stan, who is sleeping, uh, this homeless guy, uh, yeah. old guy, uh, you know, taps him on the shoulder, mumbles something in Japanese, uh, Stan groans, rolls away from the mattress, and there's a dugout portion of the mattress with a duffel bag in it. Sure. And he's pull- and Deku uh, rips it out, tosses him like a, uh, soy packet. Yeah. And then he opens it up, and it's basically, uh, Kill you know, me. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hats, yeah. uh, you know, j- coats, just different mm-hmm. gear for them to throw on themselves quickly. It's a paranoia. It's a paranoia's jump bag. Oh, exactly. I blow away the uh, the 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 bud bugs that are have swarmed it. <laughs> huh. uh, sealed bag, thank God. And then yeah. I start passing out. Everybody has their own. Like you know, we have a suit. Mm-hmm. For this guy, uh, we have for, you know, for uh, John. Yeah, yeah John. Yeah. Uh, we have like a cloak for Honey Badger. Foyzy has a nice uh, uh, a jersey. It's, it almost looks like we, we she's going and as like yeah. She almost looks yeah. like a, like a ten year old like a kid who's really into gangster rap. <laughs> nice. So we're all trying to play a different kind of part. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's Great. that's what we're going as. Awesome. All right. And you are sitting in Smoky Joe's, um, where people see you come in and they. Uh, they clear out, um, but uh, you know, the 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 assumption on the 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 uh, honor of the streets is that if you show up and things are hot and you are tro- you are problematic, people who have to clear out you pay their tab. Mm-hmm. So like four people clear out, it's going to cost you twenty. Uh, I almost said quit uh, twenty <laughs> million. Uh, Great, but you know like they're not going to say they saw you. Right. Yeah. So we pay. We absolutely do. Oh, yeah. Great. And uh, yeah. we got to make it hotter on here more often. Jeez. <laughs> well, when it's not us, when it's not, is what I was. Uh, All right, yeah. they found us. Uh, did did someone happen to uh, remember what they said before they kicked? O- uh, they they blew up uh, your apartment. Yeah, my name. Okay, did they announce who they were? They 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 were not police. They were not the long star. Night errant, I think. Yep. Night errant. I think you might be pissed off about something. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> We just uh, killed their entire employees of the month. Hey, promotions all around, I think. <laughs> hey, people are getting bumped up. I mean, when you think about it, they we did it. We did a, they should be thanking us. It was a Christmas miracle. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah, Massacre on 34th Street. Everybody <laughs> loves that story. <laughs> it's surprisingly very popular on Shadowrunners. Yeah. I want to change my after school special. Massacre <laughs> <laughs> How can we involve the Macy's Day Parade in that? Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, all of your persicoms, persicoms, all of your comms, persicoms are computer uh, cyborg. Um, all of your all of your comms start ringing at once, reading Griff. I start shooting. <laughs> yeah, I tap and we're all linked, you know, yeah. and uh, basically once we realize it's Griff. Hey, Griff, uh, how's it going for you? Uh, well, um... You know, busy, busy. Since you guys had to go, uh, since you guys had to, you. <laughs> since you guys had to, uh, you know, kind of fall off the grid for a while. I've been really busy with work because not having you guys associated with my name has been bueno. <laughs> um, but then, uh, you know, Cody asked me to keep an eye on you, and keeping an eye I am. And holy crap, so is apparently most of night are on. So we noticed. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, I was just, uh, I, I just have a, a tag, uh, I got a bot running through the matrix. If any of you guys are tagged for, um, local PD, then I hear about it. And I heard about it, but because they weren't on local PD channels, cause they're night or not, took a while. Uh, so really it's just that Lone Star's pissed that they, that, that their competition found you before they did. So I understand that you're in the Barons. Uh. Well, we were. And then they showed up, and so we moved. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, I uh, so I kind of freaked out, and I didn't want to go to Cody because Cody has a small tendency to Griff uh, cut to the chase. I talked to I talked to Rubio, um, and he says he can get you out of town, and he has a job for you. Those are connected. 
<laughs> everybody either rolls their eyes or groans at the table. Ruby, he's a good man. He's a good man. He, he, does he have a ship now? A boat? Uh, he didn't. He didn't say so. Um, he uh, he says he, he just wants you to meet him uh, at the cusp of uh, Redmond um, and uh, I want to say Tacoma, but I don't have the map in front of me. Um, Tacoma is uh, where the we. Uh, yeah, that's the last place. That's we the had last to go place we had to go. Tacoma doesn't actually meet with um, with the Redmond Barons. Uh, no, just uh, uh, meet him on Smithwick uh, uh, in the Barons at the very end. It's a dead end. Uh, there's a place called um, Hostile Lilies, um, and it's it's a hostel, but it's spelled hostile. It's it's funny. Lilies, Lilies, a riot. You love her. You love her. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, meet him. Meet him there. Um, there should be. I have arranged for a Johnny Cab to pick you guys up. Um, it's it's the driver is 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 not uh, registered, so he'll keep his mouth shut. Hey, uh, much delight. Okay, great. It gets pulling up now. Good luck. Mm-hmm. All right. So a, a, a black sedan uh, pulls up, and it sees that it's got you know four passengers. So um, the sedan itself um, elongates to include two more, uh, like an extra passenger section uh, oh. row, mm-hmm. um, and. <clears throat> yeah, the future. Yep, um, and the door quietly opens up. Now you guys know that Johnny Cabs for civilians are basically automated cabs. They're right. they're they're no drivers. Unofficial Johnny Cabs or gy- Gypsy Johnny Cabs are usually uh, run by a rigger, uh, one local one local rigger who's somewhere, God knows where, usually protected by um, a uh, a hacker, and he or she um, runs multiple cabs through the power of their brain. But the upside is they usually know that they are facilitating criminal or criminal uh, people, so they are safe. And stay in front of you. All right. Uh, uh, Deku gets in. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Nice, go. soft leather. Old, but not too old, you know. It kind of smells like cigarettes and sweat, but not like nasty yellow cab on a Saturday night. Um <laughs> And uh, and there's uh, just a black wall in front of you, a reflective black wall showing your reflections, but no no hint of a driver. Uh, and it drives you with no issue. Um, there are police cars that cruise by you at breakneck speed, but you have no reason to be concerned because, as far as they know, it's just some un- it's just some uh, sedan going the right way for a scared civilian. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you pull up at Hostile Lilies um, at the end of Smithwick Street, which is. I would say it's a lonely, empty part of the Redmond Barrens, but that's like saying it's a street in the Redmond Barrens. <laughs> so you pull up there, and the rain is still hammering down on Seattle as you get out. Here we are at a dead end. Hostile Lilies is a uh, is a building at the end of the street, and it is made to look like the uh, the you've seen old, like century old black and whites. You know, before they had talkies and stuff like that. Uh, and even after that, there was always that image of the run-down orphanage at the end of a street with the sign that was hanging off of one nail, and it was perfectly squared. Um, and there's a symmetrical door that would creak open and lonely windows where children would peek out. This has been retrofitted to look exactly like that. So Hostile Lilies is a joke on itself. It is where wayward kids go to sleep, but it's also where, you know... Where 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 illegal things happen, but hostile lilies you've heard is because Lily takes her job somewhat seriously. You pay to be safe. You come here, you go your way. I hope you get yourself clean or you get your feet under you. But no one is going to fuck with you while you are here. 
Hostile Lily's just that. Perfectly sweet, unless she has to be hostile. Huh? Alright. So you walk in the front door and it is a effectively a uh, elongated bar in what would otherwise be known as a saloon. There's creaky wood floors, there's uh, 13 foot high ceilings, there's a stairwell in the far end of the bar. Uh, the bar itself is actually not, you know, it's not a uh, uh, well-constructed wood. It is uh, corrugated metal. Um, it looks like they've taken um, they've taken uh, pieces of metal from different signs around town and then soldered them all together. So you can actually see how the bar has done well for itself because there's a chronological order of the signs <laughs> of the different like uh, roadways and things like that going all the way down to the end of the bar. And there's a uh, there's a, a large African American troll behind the bar, uh, uh, male uh, wearing a uh, studded leather coat. And uh, cut off denim shorts, just sitting on a stool, a reinforced stool. Is there any sign of uh, the good captain? Uh, there is a man. If you could pick the most stereotypical shady corner in the most stereotypical shady establishment in this area, that is where you find him. Directly, directly ahead, but kind of to the left, somewhat obscured by the jukebox and smoking a cig- cigarette. He's the only one there. There is no reason to try to blend in. Because <laughs> there's no one to blend in with. Exactly. Huh? And even the troll just kind of gives a big, meaty thumbs up and then points towards the corner. How does he always find the darkest corner in any bar he's in? Don't worry, his Hawaiian shirt will light it up. <laughs> <laughs> As you ask that question, you see him reach up and then twist a light bulb above him, which illuminates him, and he waves you over. <laughs> Because obviously you're hesitating and you don't know it's him. <laughs> and he points at his own face. Ah, it's me! We're moving. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Points you can't see me, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You love playing this character. Great skies. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing. He's uh, He's wearing a. Uh, oh, he's wearing a horribly tacky reversible Hawaiian shirt. Oh, nice. So one side is neon blue with black trim, and the other side is black with neon blue trim, all illustrating a gecko doing X-rated things to a beautiful woman. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ruben. Yep, yep. I kind of want to own this shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. Rubio? Yeah. Captain Rubio. Hello, loves. Glad you got my message. Yeah. I heard you ran into a spot of trouble with the the, uh, bobbies down there. Just a spot. Uh, Yes. Yeah, well, I've been fishing a bat, right? (laughs) It's a joke, because I used to be a kitten before I blew blew up my own boat after I met you lovely people. I've been fishing about looking for work for my favourite ne'er-do-wells, right? Because there's nothing I like more than facilitating very talented people from doing their talents. (coughs) Beer! Thanks, buddy. Now, uh, the troll just flips him off and goes back to playing a video game. <laughs> um, right, so, I've heard that you're real hot. The heat's not dying down. It's like a it's like a bum left out in the sun, forgotten about in the hot August air, just rotting away. That's your careers. Who is your ro- father? <laughs> Dead. Great. <laughs> so... <laughs> I looked around. I couldn't find nothing. Until later, I found out that there's a bloke that's willing to give you a job and a lift out of town. Now, I know him from my um, 
shall we say, biological smuggling days. So he's willing to uh, give you a first grade trip right out of town in order to do a small job for him. I figure you guys get on the plane, you talk to him, he talks to you, Bob's your uncle, I've stole your character, and... <laughs> Everything I do with this character, I just remember every every bloke you've ever played, and I just try to emulate that, Billy. Um, and then, you're home free, maybe you have a couple of quid in your pocket, and then... You come back here when everything's nice and cool and you get back in the game, what you say, back in the tango, back on the dance floor, eh? you know? You're looking at him, he's looking at you, and you're both dancing. You're dancing, the hate's there, the hate's like a dying, rotten body. I nudge, I nudge before he's even talking. <laughs> and then you're in the game, right? Except for the game's going to kill him, and you're going to kill this bugger. You're going to kill this bugger, and then you're going to take his money. And that's shadow running. That's what it is right there. You're not running in the shadows. Now you're dancing. Now you're dancing in the shadows, doing the merengue in the shadows. Who does the merengue in the shadows? You fuckers do. You fucking crazy bastards do. That's right. So that's what you're going to do. It's going to quiet down, and you're going to make it hot again. Hot, hot, hot. (laughs) Yeah, love. How do we, uh... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Foise totally acknowledged that she got nudged, and she just was... Waiting. I am actually sweating <laughs> from dancing in my chair that much. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's got to breathe at some point. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Artificial lungs. <laughs> How do we uh, uh, meet your friend? That's easy peasy lemon squeezy. Now, he's going to meet you at the airport on a tarmac. All we need to do is get you in there without tripping off every alarm. Mm-hmm. So... Easy enough. Yep. So, I'm just going to use the oldest trick in the book. Suitcases. <laughs> going to dress you up like his luggage. Now, this bugger's rich, so no one's going to be going through his luggage. Because it's probably going to be booby-trapped and all that. So, we're going to put you in suitcases. You, big guy, you're going to go into a, 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 a wardrobe. And uh, we're just going to shuttle you right on there. All you have to do is not shit yourself and die or asphyxiate or whatever and uh, draw attention. There's going to be plenty of air. Traffic notwithstanding. (laughs) This is the best uh, chance, uh, best options we got. Oh, no, I've got other options, but this is the one we (laughs) (laughs) use. He said best, so. There was already a caveat. Best or cheapest? Yeah, well, anyways, this is uh, whenever we start with suitcases, it's 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 all downhill from there. Yeah. Well, yeah, if we can't find any sort of locomotion, then I just wheel him down. His last option is probably barbershop quartet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we look like slop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, so, what you say, you in? Yeah. You've never, uh, you've never led me astray. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Super cut in your in character's head of all the times that things have gone wrong. What could go right. wrong? Great. Great. Fantastic. Uh, got one right outside. Uh, me whip. <laughs> Bought one myself. And, uh, usual 50% cut. And then let's go! Uh, wait. Turn your armor. Has he been 50%? Before? No, he, you know, he's usually like 
30 at one time. He was 10% at another. Yeah. yeah so, so. 50, he's yeah, I think to, he worked up to the 30s trying to, to yeah. work up more. Yeah. Yay, my favorite part, negotiating numbers. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pee, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Right. So, yeah, no, there's not going to be a lot of social interaction. He just brings you out back, and he's got a um, he's got a uh, uh, an Aries silver car. Or I don't know if Aries makes cars. I'm going to say it's a Ford. It's a Ford. Um, uh, Ford Tourist. Um, and he opens the back. It's a sedan, and he opens the back, and there are uh, four suitcases, three suitcases, um, large suitcases, and then a fourth is a uh, is a wardrobe, is a, is a is a cloth and wooden wardrobe that's going to need to be strapped to the top as they drive on the Seattle Highway uh, to get you all there. Um, they do so, and he explains that they're airtight, and they're also they're foiled along the inside, so they won't be able to see your heat signature. Just try not to flatulate, so that you don't set you don't set off any of the uh, the dogs. You weren't aware dogs were going to be a part of this, <laughs> um, so don't make any smells or sounds. There's just more than an hour's worth of air, so don't elevate your heart rate. Um, and no matter what you do, if you get punched while you are in this or hit, do not punch or hit back. He looks specifically at John. <laughs> do not punch or hit. I have guns for that. <laughs> no punching or hitting with your guns. Hmm. <laughs> the Is this going to be I a make. problem? Because we can split up and you can stay here with the heat on you. No, no, I... I... I can do this. I can do this. It is. It's all right. And as soon as the, the uh, lid closes, it's like a pause of like 10, 15 seconds. And from inside, muffled. Hello, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. Welcome back. And in my cigar, like, oh, I wonder how they found us. I mean, really, it was like one in a million chance. <laughs> Uh, Deku is actually meditating since he has Zen mastery, or nice. mm-hmm. there you go. something like Zen <laughs> Zen meditation. So nice. he's keeping his heart rate down. Yeah, beautiful. Um, Foise, uh turns to Rubio before she climbs into. I imagine it's probably like just a duffel bag for her, uh, and she's like, "If any of us dies, your percentage goes down." Right. If you die, since you're the only one who said that, <laughs> squeeze out a little bit of the air. <laughs> She'll survive, maybe. All right. So yeah, all of you have a rather unoffendful, if not wildly uncomfortable, trip down the highway. Um, John, you have the most uncomfortable trip yes. because the uh, ropes that were used to hold the wardrobe to the top of the car start to give a little. And so you start to actively slide. Clothes, not yeah. tr- not work. Exactly. Yes. So you actively start to slide more and more yep. in your little coffin. You realize, oh god, this is kind of like a coffin, isn't <laughs> it? Yep. Yep. Um, and so, but you all you all do make it there, and you are placed uh, roughly onto a conveyor belt, and pass. You hear the the telltale sign of the plastic, uh, you know, squid strips pass over you. And some beeping sounds outside, and a dog or two walks by, but nobody really, nobody really bothers you. And finally, you are loaded onto a cart on what is obviously the tarmac, and then driven to uh, a place that is where you are. <clears throat> you are opened up, and the air and 
just like surges into yes because all of you were definitely getting close to unconscious just five more minutes please I was reaching something (laughs) yeah as soon as uh, the the wardrobe is open the first thing they they actually did stuff some clothes in there which you know acted as a little bit of padding while it was getting bounced around so they see like a whole bunch of clothes and then two arms coming out of the clothes with a gun in each one just aiming nowhere because you can't really see what's inside yet but that's the first thing they see all right uh, you all climb out of your, your respective cases. Um, you are behind large rolling, um, large rolling tarps, uh, that kind of act as, uh, as, uh, as, uh, you know, those things that, uh, women in movies get dressed behind. Fails? Fail. Uh, no, no. Uh, no, a, a room divider. Thank you, room dividers. Um. Yeah, they seem like they should have a fancier name, but no, really, it's room divider. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, room, di- I, I'd say women get dressed behind in films. Or, if I was rich, what I would get chest behind every time you guys stop by my apartment. <laughs> um, just that sexy moment where the shirt gets thrown over the edge. Anyways. It's yeah, um, yeah. okay. Yeah. But, uh, so, uh, so the, the dividers are, are, are laid out. And there's nothing conspicuous about this because you've seen with private, um, with private charted planes, there was an argument in court, uh, you know, decades ago that said you're not just renting the, uh, the space on the tarmac, but actually a, uh, there is a there's a uh, space of about thirty feet around the active plane that when you start getting charged is yours and you can do what the fuck ever you want with it. So it became very uh, very fancy um, and and and, and uh, uh, usual for people to, regardless of what they were doing, obscure what they were doing. Um, and so and so like there are there are rumors that like wildly rich people have obscured like. Uh, part of the tarmac with room dividers, and then held cookouts. Like, you can do anything you want there. It's basically like, it's, it's, it's outside of country, uh, extra country uh, 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 land. So you all get out. No one can see. And you are standing there. Uh, Rubia is left already. You hear the, you know, you don't even hear the squeal of his tires. He's gone. And in front of you are, um, are two large, uh, two large trolls, um, in impeccable suits, muscle, obviously, each holding an Uzi, uh, or what are known as Remington Room Sweepers, uh, which fire flechette bullets, which will easily, easily tear anything apart. And then in between them is a white, uh, or a Caucasian bald elf male in an, uh, in an, uh, <laughs> uh, a form-fitting silk button-down shirt that has been buttoned down almost to his sternum. Um, showing some gold, he he, he screams Eastern European to you, uh, and he gives a a lacquered teeth, amazingly expensive smile, and he has a right ear uh, earring fixture um, that gives uh, that gives off a little uh, beep and, and light, which means that it's 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 very popular in some European countries right now to have your jewelry actually emitting. Uh, constantly streaming songs so that other people can listen to what you're listening to, and they're always supposed to be like the latest Euro dance trend and stuff. It's basically a way for the the incredibly wealthy to say like, "I am so wealthy, I'm listening to music from the future you can't touch." Yeah, that's what he's doing. He's standing there and he gives a brilliant smile. You're awake. That we are. This is great. Please come on. Uh, please come on my plane. All right. How rude of me. Madam, please come on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I, I, I take a, a look at the the plane, just kind of casing it. Anything look on? Uh, looks like a. Yeah. It looks like a white private jet, um, probably bullet resistant, but what isn't? Um, it's got. Um, actually, yeah. Okay, roll intuition plus uh, if you have engineering or flights pilots. Um, I have the electronics group. I didn't write down what was in it. Sure. Just so. add one to the electronics from the electronics. Anything technical. I got fire, but it's ground craft, aircraft. Mm-hmm. One, two. Okay. Uh, actually, you can roll a sensing. A uh, sensing. Okay. A sensing. You can astrally perceive it. Okay. Yeah. Don't forget, you can do that at any given time. Yeah, I keep forgetting. I'm, yeah. I'm magic. It's like it's friggin' superpower. Can you okay. sense it with a shovel. A sense. <laughs> <laughs> I see through the shovel's magic. Is that a, that's a skill, right? Because for a reason, this sheet doesn't bang, have bang, it. Bang, bang. Is it, oh, it's under sorcery, right? I'm skilled group, yes. I'm assuming? Oh, okay, you're right. <clears throat> okay, so you got two ro- uh, poison? Yes. All right. One, two, three. Okay, great. Rosalind, uh, you know from your, uh, you know, you, this is not your first time at the private jet rodeo. Uh, you know, you used to have some clients. You used to have some not clients. Um, you like private jets. Who doesn't? Uh, and you recognize this one has um, not been retrofitted, but this is a different model. And it seems that the wings are a little far back, and there are grooves in the uh, in the front of the plane that are kind of a spiral, kind of like a Nerf football. And you recognize that that's a very specific kind of plane known as a Thunder Rider. Very expensive, wildly. What a Thunder Rider effectively is, is a plane that is designated to utilize the uh, random electrical, uh, not random, but the electrical storms of the sixth world that happen high above, uh, near the stratosphere, in order to literally ride it along the stratosphere and reach another destination quickly. Another thing this does is actually protect you from magical or technological impediments. Because electricity inherently makes it impossible for spirits or for any sort of intrusion. Um, the ultra paranoid and the ultra rich meeting in a wonderful aviatory or aviation success. <laughs> That's how peace is achieved. Yep. Um, uh, and actually, it's not in the stratosphere. Uh, I'm sorry for. I'm talking about a different plane. It does utilize electrical storms, but it's not that high up. Um, it's it's you know it can go any distance, any length, any height. Jesus, you know that these electrical storms are not always mundane, and that this particular model is has been uh, created to ride a mana electrical storm. Mana electrical storm? Correct. Which also are naturally occur- occurring, but also a little bit more janky uh, when it comes to how reliable they are. Um, you can still, like, you know, the Weather Channel still tells you if there's going to be a mana storm and stuff like that, because people of your persuasion and John's can be affected by them more than the usual person. Um, but to ride them was, until about 20 years ago, considered suicide. But, you know, the wealthy will not be told what the otherworldly spirits want to do. It's going to be a hell of a ride. Yes, turbulence in that. Um, both of you recognize um, uh, that the grooves in the plane are actually made because um, the the plane moves at such a speed that it has to create its own kinetic energy to keep people seated and make sure your bones don't become mush. 
So it's actually a shell outside that counteracts a spinning ship inside. And then all of the windows are shut, and you're basically held there by, by the spit. You are none the wiser. You're basically a little bullet. John, you would recognize the groups. What am I saying? Yeah. It's a fucking bullet in front of you. It's a giant... <laughs> bullet with wings. It is a giant bullet with wings. John was just like, is that the magic? Ah, he has history. And he's like, John's like, it's so beautiful. <laughs> As we can see here, audience, this is the... <laughs> yeah, he's got like a little punk. He's like, like a cell phone camera. He's like, listeners. <laughs> Even though it's a video podcast, I was like, Listeners. <laughs> All right, beautiful. So we'll do the same if we ever leap to, to video. It really yeah. will be. Y'all if we, still if we be ever do, yeah, if we ever do do video, we're still going to be like, hey, listeners, wait, video, hey, watch church. Speak with listeners. Yeah, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. Um, so, Deku, we'll say that you are more focused on the two heavily armed people standing in front of you. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm kind of just like my eyes are like flickering. Uh, Dilating, redilating over and over again as I'm just kind of getting a pic- mental picture of everything they have packing. Because oh, those chipped. Uvies are yeah. not the only thing they have. They, no, have. they are chipped out. Like they have cybernetics. They are doing the same to you. Like basically, street samurai all start flickering their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you and then two epileptics just like looking at each other with rapidly fluttering eyeballs. After a second, uh, Deku just peels back his lips into a grin and nods. Like, it's kind of like one would do it to like, hey, nice chassis, you know, yep, like, exactly. It, this is, these guys would probably kill him, but there's a little, there's an appreciation towards yeah, that. Yeah, they do the same. They kind of give a slow nod while never, never breaking eye contact. Um, and, uh, uh, the, the, the shorter elf, uh, the unarmed elf in the Euro trash outfit takes Rosalind's hand if it, if yep, it, yep. Poise reaches out for it. Yep, absolutely. Please, my name is Yuri. Come in. Come in. Do, uh, my ship, the Cassandra. <laughs> 